Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. Our devotion today, Hope in Hopeless Times, takes us through scripture found in Colossians 1, verse 27. Packer begins today's devotion by saying that the 20th century opened in optimism. The ruling assumption was that we are all basically good and wise, and the advancing Christian civilization of brotherly love would make the kingdom of God a reality. However, these assumptions were based on the innate goodness of mankind, a hope that the basic aspects of a broken world could be remedied by simply wishing it was true. Then, Packer notes, As the third millennium opened, many people entered the 21st century with fear rather than hope, wondering how far the educated, affluent, and technologically equipped decadence of the West and of the world would go and what sort of world awaits our grandchildren. Would it be a world where people in an apartment house watched the murder of a woman on the sidewalk and no one got involved? Not even just to call the police. A world where wars are rampant, women and children are abused, where good is considered evil and evil is considered good. And where is God in all this 21st century world? At best, marginalized at worst. Forgotten altogether. If some do believe that there might be a God, they see him as powerless to do anything to help or who cannot really see what is happening in our world. In other words, he created the world and then just left us on our own. In reality, none of those are true. The God of the Bible is powerful, all-knowing, and present everywhere at all times. Now, as the Israelites entered the land of promise in the Old Testament, God was with them in battle. And because of that, Israel saw great victories over their enemies. Except, that is, when they went to battle against the city of Ai. Joshua, the commander and leader of Israel after Moses' death, sent about 3,000 men to capture the city, thinking that as God has helped them in their previous battles, he would most certainly give them an easy victory. However, rather than victory, the soldiers fled from the soldiers of Ai, and 36 of their men were killed. Hearing what happened, Joshua tore off his clothes, fell to the earth in front of the Ark of the Covenant of God, threw dust on his head and cried out to God, Alas, O Lord God, why have you brought these people over the Jordan at all, only to destroy us? The Lord said to Joshua, Israel has sinned. They have taken some of the devoted things of idols and various gods that are the people of I worshipped. They've stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. You see, contrary to popular opinion, God was very aware of what each soldier was doing. What they thought was hidden was known by God. And because of their disobedience, the whole nation suffered. God told the Israelites, you shall have no other gods but me. God had definitely not left his creation, nor was he blind to the activities of humans. What the soldiers of Israel did would be funny if it wasn't so tragic. What they hid in their pockets of their garments was not really hidden from the all-seeing God. Their actions remind me of a child who takes candy and hides it in his pockets or in his hand, thinking that his mom doesn't know 
or that she doesn't see him, that it's hidden from her. Then the mom asks, what's in your hand? Show me what's in your pockets. And we all know the child's answer, nothing. Then the mom opens the child's hands, revealing the stolen candy. Just as the child thought he got away with it, so did the soldiers. But they didn't. Neither of them got away with any of it. Even Paul, the devoted missionary to the Gentiles, in agreement with the religious rulers, thought that he was doing God's work by jailing men and women who professed a faith in Jesus Christ. That is, until Paul had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Then what he thought was good, he now saw was really evil. God's word will no longer be marginalized, nor will he allow his creation to forget him. Packer ends the devotion by asking, what follows? Is there nothing good to hope for at all? There is, but we must seek this good hope outside the world. God, the creator who designs us and knows our hearts, never intended that humans should live without hope. Our hope was realized in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, hope of an abundant life on earth and hope of a home with Christ in eternity. You see, this world is broken and what was done in the Garden of Eden cannot be undone by human efforts. One day God will make all things right. In fact, in the book of Revelation, John saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and he saw the holy city a new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. And he heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with humans, and I will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning or crying nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Behold, I am making all things new. Now that is hope. So we don't look to the world for hope because we will be constantly disappointed. Almighty God is sovereign and the only answer to the hope that swells in our hearts. Hope in hopeless times? Yes, of course. Let's pray. Oh God, we are so grateful for what you do for us. God, your grace and your mercy, the hope that you provide, it overwhelms. Thank you so much for loving us this way. We love you so much and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.